Welcome, everybody, to the Fly Racing Racer X podcast. We are going to review Salt Lake City 3 and all that happened there. Thanks for listening. Appreciate it. Hey, have you ever thought about becoming a CBD retailer? Or starting a CBD brand. We know that's all the rage right now. And uh, I've used it and it does work. This stuff really does work. So have you ever thought about becoming a CBD retailer or starting a CBD brand? High Purity Natural Products is the number one U.S. distributor of uh, pure wholesale and bulk CBD. They are committed to providing the highest quality CBD products for white label branding and distribution. So High Purity offers a full line of tinctures, edibles, health and beauty products and more. That could be custom crafted to suit whatever your brand is, whatever you need, the sizes, the shapes, and all of that stuff. Uh, you can add your own stuff to it if you want as well, if you work with these guys. Check them out today at hpnpcbd.com, hpnpcbd.com for more information. Thanks for listening. Here's the show. A Pope MX Network production. Welcome to the Fly Racing Steve Mathis Show presented by Maxis Tires and Renthal on racerxonline.com. With your continued support of our sponsors, we have surpassed 1,500 podcasts delivered with over 15 million downloads. Click that Amazon banner on Pulp MX to help us out. Donate via Patreon if it suits you. As always, enrich your moto lifestyle by working with the sponsors who support us. Moto Podcast, featuring legends of the past, stars of today, season previews and race reviews, introspection, opinion, facts, and laughs. Here's your host, Steve Mathis. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Fly Racing Racer X Podcast, presented by Maxis. Renthal and Alias CBD. Thank you for listening. I'm Steve Mathis. We uh, we are going to recap Salt Lake City 3. It had happened maybe two hours ago and uh, lots to get into when it comes to Salt Lake City 3 because it was a crazy race. Lots of stuff went down and uh, the series took a twist, man. It really did. So we'll get into that and more. Thanks to the folks at Fly Racing, flyracing.com, Blake Baggett, Justin Brayton, Zach Osborne leading a lap. It costed me seven Publix Fantasy points wearing Fly Racing gear. Please check them out. The FR5 boot is a mid-level boot that came out with like a year and a half ago and uh, it's got dual hinges on it. Chris Blows Ward in Australian Supercross Series did really well with it. Please check that out. The Formula Helmet also, they have exciting things coming for 2021 as well. The Formula Helmet is absolutely the pinnacle of helmet protection for these guys at Fly Racing. They put a lot of technology into it from the Rion to the cone design, carbon fiber. Uh, it's got it all. F- Formula Helmet is uh, fantastic. So please check that out if you're in the market for a high-end performance helmet. This has got it all. And uh, of course, the Kinetic Mesh gear that's out, the Evo gear, the light hydrogen, all of that stuff as well. Flyracing.com. Thank you to Renthal, of course. Renthal.com for more information, whether it's a 7 8 bar, whether it's the oversized bar, the fat bar 36, Renthal will make it happen for you. The winning brand in manufacturing design for the last half century, Renthal continues to lead the world to the very top level of sport, amassing more titles than all competing brands combined. 222 U.S. titles and over 213 world titles. Sweet Jesus, that's a lot. Thanks to the hard work and dedication detail, the Renthal Factory has been helping world-class riders achieve their championship goals since the beginning. Way back in 1969, Maxxis tires as well, MXSTs developed by McGrath. Great mountain bike tires, UTV tires, and now that this MXST line is their answer to a premier uh, tire line. So please check them out uh, at Maxxis.com. And Alias CBD, the official pain bomb of the Geico Honda team. Uh, please check them out. Alias Racer X is the code 
to save 20%. Everyone is talking about CBD, but Alias Pain Bomb is much more than that. They spent two years working with some of the top scientists in the field to create a bomb with a dozen organic botanicals and the highest concentration of phytocannabinoids on the market. Uh, their motivation was a love for motocross and finding a new way to advance the sport. AliasCBD.com for more information. Thank you, Renthal Fly. Alias CBD, Max is all on board with us. We'll get into Salt Lake City 3 and all that happened. First up, he's still here in Salt Lake City, folks. Uh, it's uh, two-time German Supercross champion. It's Jason Thomas. What's up, JT? How are you? Not too much. Just uh, waiting for you to finish your other projects so we could do this. It's These things are what? pretty pretty tough, doing them the same ra- well, day as the race. Listen, bro. Yeah, we're grinding. Hey, we, I'm we, good. Did, we did nothing for 85 days. I'm I'm okay. I'm here. If I If I was that upset, I would not be here. Uh, also on the line, he's the voice of uh, Luke Soil Pro Motocross Championship Series. He's the voice of Enduro Cross. He's the voice of GNCC. He's the voice of quad racing. But he is no longer here in Salt Lake City, but he watched it on TV. Jason Wygant. Yeah. Um, good race to miss, huh? Nothing, not much happened? No. No, not much at all. Whew. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Well, are you coming back? I don't know, man. I'm even hearing now media guys... Uh even being banned for attempting to talk to people. So, uh, <laughs> I don't know. That's not a very good sign of, uh, I'm going to get a lot out of this. Well, listen, you were the TV spotter for the first couple of rounds and, and then JT and I were next to each other. And now JT yeah. is the TV yeah. spotter. So he's busy. I am all by myself in the press box, like literally sitting there. I got no one to hear my observations. Mm-hmm. I got no one to complain about, to complain to. But, which I normally do. I got nothing. I, I need, can you, you, you do complain a lot? Can you come out? I need to, we need to, somebody needs to do a survey. Who would be of the 900 people eligible to go to this race? Who would be the person that'd be available to be your sounding board, your shoulder to cry on your backstop, your bulletin board. You just need a body, right? You just need two ears. I just, half yeah. A brain. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. laugh at my stuff. Come back with some, yeah. you know, maybe make a summer cross joke. Come back at me. And we're good, right. you know? Yeah, exactly. Maybe talk about Marty and Stu a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I, I just, yeah. it's uh, it's depressing. Look, uh, you, you touched on it a little bit there. So, so our buddy Don Maeda from Swap Moto oh. kick, kicked out of the race. Is not allowed, not allowed to come in. Uh, a casualty. Kind of gnarly, but I mean, to, to be fair, we got rules and he was breaking them. This isn't numb. Yeah, there's rules. So I get it, JT. Yeah, I mean, listen, everybody there for the media, you all kind of do the same thing, right? You go, you try to get inside information, what's happening, what did happen at the race, and then you report on it. That's literally your job. Well, they have told you, do not go near the riders, do not go in the rigs, do not break the rules. And this is so we can keep racing for the whole sport. This isn't because they want to be jerks or they're out to get you. This is so the state doesn't come down on them and shut the whole thing down. So if you break the rules, yeah, I have no mercy for you. Like that's, <laughs> that's on you to make your own decision. But when they tell you, yeah, you clearly did this, you have posts of it and videos of it and audio of it. There's no denying whether you did it or not. Yeah. You should not be able to come if you're going to clearly break the rules. So yeah, I mean, swaps awesome. Anybody else that get caught, it's not a personal thing, but at the same time, do I feel sorry for them? No. Was I the, do you think I was the leader in the clubhouse? Well, I, <laughs> I think you were very on the borderline of that same thing happening. Like you've been the whole time. Ah, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. And I, I've been obeying the rules. What are you talking about? No, what? no. I got to say when we left the second race, I, I, I was somewhat, it was so difficult for me to leave the track and not try to do anything. Like we're not going like to talk about the shmup of schmoffy. 
Well, he did do that. Okay, but... Uh, okay, besides just, that. Wait, <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Did, okay. Yeah. All right. Good point. When we were leaving the stadium, when was the last race? Wednesday? All the days are the same. I don't know. They're all the same. Yeah. I don't, I don't right. know. Steve and I were leaving together. We're in the same car, and it was so hard for me to leave and feel like I did my job without doing anything, which is what the job is now. Don't do anything. Yep. And I was like, dude, I really... This is hard. And Steve was the one saying, he's like, you can't do it. You can't do it. So... I, look, I like Don now. Uh, Steve, as you know, Don and I really bonded uh, on this trip. We did a lot of e-bike riding. So it's nothing against Don personally. But I have to say, I did make the decision to come home knowing being at the races, I wasn't going to get anything done. And then as soon as I saw, like, wait, did they lift this rule? Did I literally land at the airport and then the rule changed? Uh, no, it did not. Okay. Because I would have been a little mad if I was like, wait, yeah. now I can talk to guys? 100% you should be mad if they did nothing about it. Right, because I would have been like, well, I would have stayed if I could talk to people. Yeah, it's not, it's but, not yeah. fair. That's the whole thing. It's not fair yeah. to pick and choose. I'm not saying that Don's a bad yeah. guy. He's clearly not. But at the yep. same time, well, if everybody has to abide by the rules, it's not fair to not do anything about it if they don't. What, what Was Anton protesting this? I think Anton was fine with this. Anton will protest anything. Yeah, good point. He'll protest breakfast stopping at 1030. Yeah. He'll protest um, <laughs> yellow lights. And to be fair, Don was here for the star guys, too. So he was also... Swap had Anton, Swap Moto Live had Anton, and mm-hmm. Don was here with the Star Guys. So he was What was also he doing for the Star Guys, though? Documenting their, their title run. Is that how he got in? Yeah. Oh, okay. So he was also like, hey, you, you're also with just Star. Is that how they got two guys? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, but I'm just glad it wasn't me because I think I was. Talking. I would have said you were definitely, well, Chris Cooksey, my coworker's not here. Okay. He likes to press the envelope. He's not here. So after him, I would say you were I, I definitely was, the most next. Yeah. You would have been the, the oh. highest odds. All right. Well, um, well, well, again, just come back. Okay. Just, it, it's fun. We're, we're, we're riding e-bikes still. Come on back. It, it, on the fun factor, Utah was 10 out of 10. It was, but you didn't tell your wife that, did you? It was so fun. I couldn't even stop myself. Like, what was I going to say? Like, <laughs> it was too good. Like the e-bike was too fun. Like, and, and those hills and those trails, like I, I just couldn't contain my, my joy. I had to let it out. Well, listen, Brayton made a promise on the pulp show. I, I don't, I don't like the odds of the family coming out right now. So. He did beat Roxon though. He did. Yeah, he did. And how hard was he trying to not pass Roxon? I think it, you know what it was for me? It was JMB and Bradshaw at right. LA 92. It's right. like, dude, I'm not going to pass you to the point where, like, I got to go. Like, Sorry. I can't wait anymore. <laughs> I know. Uh, let's get into this race. There is plenty to unpack from this thing. Uh, that was phenomenal, Weech. Just phenomenal battle between Eli Tomek and Cooper Webb. They lapped Osborne in fourth. Uh, they were tripling rhythms. They were tripling the big thing, the big triple. It was uh, going back and forth. There was chaos. They were lapping guys two and three times. Uh, what a race, though, for both guys. Like, again, we talked last week. There was four winners. I was always saying there's four, always, all the whole time. Mookie was always a winner. And now this one, there are two. There are two winners. I think I get accused a lot for um, showing too much love for Cooper Webb sometimes because I just I really enjoy the way he dissects a race. It's so opposite of what you normally see. You know, most riders their strategy is to get a good start, pull away, check out, and essentially make it boring. And most of Webb's wins come in a much more exciting fashion, which is every lap of the race ends up counting because he makes his move late. He's such a gamer, uh, right? He's such a he's gamer. such a gamer, right? So. To see him do all those things, and you can kind of tell with Webb if it's going to be one of those nights or not, and you could tell it was going to be one of those. You could just see how determined he was early. Uh, 
And then to see him do all those things that have worked out so well so many times, the full bag of tricks. But then to see another guy also have an on night at the same time, and it was like Clash of the Titans, irresistible force, movable object. It was spectacular. And, uh, you know, yeah, I agree. It really two winners in a way. Uh, the race could have gone either direction. And, um, you know, I think, I think if you were to survey most of the people and say, can anyone just straight up hang with Eli Tomac for 20 minutes straight up speed? It would be hard to say yes. Webb at least proved he's able to do that. He didn't win, but I think that was still a good ride by him. Uh, but in the end, Tomac was a better guy. JT, I thought I thought Weege was an AC guy. That's what we heard through the amateurs. You never really day. can keep up with Weege. He just goes with the wind. Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah, yeah. We well. had heard that you were really, you know, an AC guy. I was a very, very biased source yeah. uh, making those accusations. Right. It's just when Webb has these spectacular style of wins, it's hard as a journalist to not really want to expound on how he goes about it. Um, and he tried to do all that. And it was good. But this time he got beat. Is that the, is that the first time or maybe – might be the only time I can remember. Probably happened where, and you tweeted this week, where Webb was not the winner in a last lap battle, where it's just up for grabs. Both of them are obviously right. the same speed, and and he doesn't come out victorious. Exactly. It's at least, if not the first time, very rare, right? Like when he has you on the last couple laps, he's going to get it. Yep. And uh, kudos to. T- and I got to say, we know Tomac is balls out fast, but that has not necessarily been Tomac's specialty. The the beast mode late in the race is. But uh, when he's faced with some crazy adversity and a guy coming back at him, that has not always been his uh, mm-hmm. strength. But, man, he's been good this year. I cannot believe how loose and the risks that Eli was willing to take. Both, well, both guys, but Eli event. be the points leader. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Eli has the, everything to lose. Cooper's got to win, right? Uh, yeah, I'm sure he makes more money for second or third in the championship. But for Eli, he, really, he doesn't have to take big chances. And... As you said, we Joe was doing spotting so I could hear Ricky and Ralph and, and Ricky kept making mention of that. And I thought for good reason, um, you know, lots of people criticize Ricky and, and he's probably deserved it over the years. But I, I thought that was a very insightful take that he kept repeating was like, Tomac is really risking it all here because he wants to win so badly. It would be very easy to say, you know what? No problem. Go ahead. I'm just going to chill because Anderson's 25 seconds yeah, behind us. I, I got, yeah, go ahead. Take, the, yeah, take go your ahead. three points. But he just starts <laughs> busting out triples <laughs> yes. and going full send in the whoops. And I don't know whether it was smart or foolhardy, but you have to give him credit for it because it was amazing to watch and an incredible was, ride. I just don't, I don't know where you land on it. Is it, was it wise or was it not? I mean, it worked out this time, but I think you could make a case for both sides long-term. I don't know. It uh, seems to me like when people try to count points and say this guy's just going to go one 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 and this guy's going to go two two two, it never actually yeah, works that way. You don't have way. to count points though. There's a difference between counting points uh, and go. knowing you're 29 points ahead. We just whips this out. He's been yeah. waiting for it, just waiting for this moment. It never happens. The guys just try to win. Maybe the final race. Maybe the final round. Most of the time, the guys just try to win. I don't see all this evidence that dudes start packing it in and just saying, go take your points. Carmichael, Carmichael got go. second, dudes six races. Win. Carmichael got sixth or second, six races in a row. But he was yeah, trying, trying dude. He was trying. He was trying. To try to win he races. wasn't taking he second. second, six races in a row. He didn't take second. He no, got second. I was there. You can't he was, prove that. He, he, um, <laughs> this track was so <laughs> sketchy. It was so gnarly. To, Webb's big triple inside last lap. 
Like, I'm just like, you're going to case it. You're going to case it. Oh, he oh, closed it. I thought Tomac it. was going to case it. Oh, dude. Tomac was well, like. Webb caught it tighter. Full send, full send, like screwed the corner up, still went for it. Tomac sent that triple about two laps before that when there was a lapper right there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he just goes, yeah. Yep. And you're just like, oh. Yeah. Dude. That, that's the stuff I'm talking about. Right. I, I know they want to win. I was just shocked that he was willing to go for it to that level. Like, it was way past comfort zone. Like, you could tell how badly those guys. It was like, you know, war, Clash of the Titans. Like, they really... It became, forget about the race, it became just this epic pissing match between okay. the both of them. So we heard about Webb trash talking on the line, right? Yeah. This is, this is, I think it happened. Oh, we, it happened. Yeah, yeah. We, we heard from enough people. Yeah. Oh, I know from one person that yeah. listened to it happened yeah, yeah. on the line. Okay. So if this isn't Cooper Webb, is Tomac then counting some points? Or is he like, oh yeah, MFR? Oh yeah, watch this. Like, like if I, it's a different guy. So in the press conference, I thought he made a comment that kind of share, shed insight where he said how comfortable he felt. And how good he felt at like halfway. And that's kind of always been the deal with him is if he feels right and he feels good, he's going for it. Come, you know, there's no end to the, the, the links he will go to try to win when he's feeling it. It's the other times when he's not feeling it, that it can go really, really badly. Um, so I don't know. I, I think he always rides to a fault off of how he's feeling. And if that's a good thing, yeah. then everybody's in trouble. And if it's not, then we've they, seen that go very badly too. They put on a hell of a show. They did. Those two guys. Can, it would have been a terrible race yeah. had those guys not done it. Yeah. What about the one practice? Just one. Here we go. I like it. I mean, everyone's in the night show, so it doesn't, you know, you're just going for gate position, but I wish we did it every weekend. One practice. Yeah. Here we go. Yep. Yeah. Give yeah. them one 15 minute practice yeah. and be done. Really? Yeah. Can, you, can you imagine one 15 minute? Practice? I've done it a bunch. It like rain races. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Um, so Weege, uh, Kenny got lapped twice. And as we said, Braden was trying everything he could to not pass him. Uh, it's not good. D do you think, does he go home? Weege? Is this it? No, I don't think he, he just drops uh super cross altogether, but I do wonder <laughs> where's this going to leave him for the next championship. And dude, what kind of ringers has this guy put himself through? It's like, seriously, every year he's in some sort of uh, dire straits physically. I mean, it's pretty clear now he's got a real problem, right? Like Ken Roxon does not get 10th starting fourth under any circumstances unless he's really ailing. Uh, it's got to be frustrating for him and Honda. Honda's yeah. got to be for Honda's writing these checks. And, and, you know, and again, this is real. This isn't this. He's not, you know, he's not like he was uh wakeboarding during those 85 days and didn't do any riding. This is all real stuff. And if you're Honda and if you're Kenny, you've got to just got to be shaking your head. He got lapped twice guys. Yep. Twice. Yep. That, that was, so what happened was Eli and Webb, they went around the track. They started the same, the gate dropped mm -hmm. and okay. they go around the track. Okay. And they catch up to Kenny. Okay, and then they catch up to and him. And they have to do that again? And then what they do is they pass Kenny, and then they go around the track, wow. JT, again. Unbelievable. And they catch him again. So that's what happened tonight, right there, in a 20-minute main event. Unbelievable. Whatever, whatever's going on with Kenny, and I think he does a great job of being transparent, but something's up. I mean, he, he said he has an asthma thing and a breathing thing. It looks an awful lot to me like the same things that were going on last year. And maybe that's just me having a very bad take and being completely wrong. But every time I watch him struggle like that, I just go straight back to last summer. So but why I, would he, why wouldn't he? I don't he, know. Why, I, I don't well, know. You know, cause he put out the pretty revealing post, right? But like, he, he didn't really tell you what's wrong. He said, I don't know what's wrong. 
So he didn't know what was wrong last summer either. But he didn't say I got, I got what I have last summer is still bugging me. I know. Yeah, I, I'm just, I could be it, I could right. be so far off, and had, nothing could be the same. But that's immediately what I think yeah. of when I watch yeah. him, and it's like that's the same person I watched all summer last year or last outdoor season right. struggle. It's like the same so, result. So we like he got lapped once, and then like he got lapped again. Wow. Really? I didn't even know. Thanks for explaining how that worked. And by the way, just to add a little insult to injury, both times when he got lapped, Tomac and Webb happened to be either yes. side by side or yeah. passing each other. So dude, like what is running through his mind when he's a probably feeling terrible, mm-hmm. B knowing the obvious, which is uh championship is pretty much falling away now. And he's like, Oh yeah. And those guys are really ripping. Like uh, they are just killing it right now. Webb is six points back for second in the series. Oh, geez. Yeah, the only reason I figure Roxon doesn't drop is, as JT said, we saw him with maybe a different physical situation, but a major problem last summer, and he still rode out the string. I guess, so I you're right. I assume that's yep. what you do. Uh, uh, but yeah, he's, it's, at this rate, is looking like he might not even end up second. Anderson gets third. Good ride for Jason. He, he rode, rode really well. Yeah, yeah, and I don't know whether it's a change of program or... I don't personally think it's that, um, but you wouldn't really, you definitely wouldn't associate him with having a breakout ride like that in conditions like that. So I give him a lot of credit because it would have been very easy for him to kind of fall into Osborne's pace and go with him. And he left Osborne and yeah, he wasn't as good as the first two, but he was clearly better than everybody else. So if you're going to take a podium, uh, you, I'm sure you could look at it and be bummed because, yes, you got smoked. But at the same time, you are miles better than everybody else. And podiums right now are not an easy task. Did you – I mean, even Dean, we'll get to him in a second. Dean rode really well. Yeah. And, and Osborne, you know, led a lap and rode really – like the, the Rockstar guys. And I talked to Dino tonight for the post-race pod stuff. Mm-hmm. And Dino's like, yeah, we, we made some stuff to the bikes and it's working. It's really hard to watch any of those guys. Even Mookie had one of his best main events ever and not be like – yeah, but did you see the first two guys? <laughs> because they were so far in no, front of everybody. Mookie was like, I, Mookie was like, I, they lapped me. He's yeah. like, I don't understand. I don't know what they were doing. <laughs> yeah, I, you could watch those guys though. They were sending yeah. it everywhere, tripling rhythm yeah. sections. Yeah, they never rolled the whoops. They blitzed every lap. I mean, it, you know what it reminded me of, and and I lived through this, so it's eerily reminiscent. Is when Ricky and Stu were going at it like Orlando 2007 San Francisco in the mud yeah something like that yeah everybody yep Yep. uh Orlando 07 reminds me of that a lot where they were just a second or two better than everybody minimum and they were in their own world like no one else was even on the track to them they were doing sections that other people Uh, weren't doing Villapoto Townley some outdoors too see you later gone yeah, like just, I but, just, yeah. for me, it's more supercross based because right. of the jumps, right, right? right? They were doing jumps that no one else were doing. And you never see supercross races like that. At yeah. a supercross track, it's literally everyone doing the same thing. And when you watch them, like Tomac's 333, who you're just like, come on, dude. Yeah. Like, yep. the track no, is was, a disaster. Um, I wanna... Hey, JT, you were, were you in that San Francisco 06? Yeah, water? I was. Yep. Yeah, so um, I'm thinking, look, some of the epic lapping. Yeah, they lapped. I think Nick Way got third that night, but he got lapped. Mm-hmm. And then the RC lapped the field was yeah, in the race. I got ninth. He got, he, they lapped me twice. Okay, so, hey, better than Roxon, though. Oh, so wait, they went ninth. around once and then they. <laughs> they did. Oh, okay, okay. They did. If you need to understand okay. it more, ask Kenny. <laughs> okay. Or you. you, you yeah, you well, I, I've it. done it. I've had oh, no, it I got it. I got several this, times. I got this process down. You can tell. Yeah, you do. Well I got illustrated. It happened to me at Daytona as well. Ricky lapped me twice at Daytona and I got 10th. 
Oh, three. Well, uh, in these no, mud races, dry. JT, explain how and and Tomac also said in the press conference. Also, the whoops. I mean, they were just hammering the whoops because they were trying to they were trying everything yep. uh, to beat each other. So, in the mud races, does it lead to most people are like, yeah, I got to ride eighty ninety percent here to not kill myself. And then if two guys are dueling for the win, the gap becomes that much bigger because it's like, well, screw it. If I throw caution to the wind and I don't crash, I'm going to be that much faster. <laughs> Well, it's, it's more of just that the track is so easy or hard to make up time or lose time, however you want to look at it. So, like, if you don't blitz the whoops, which Osborne stopped, Anderson pretty much stopped, Roxon and those guys definitely stopped, you lose two to three seconds in one section. So you start adding that up, and then you don't triple the rhythm sections. That's another second or two. You start losing six, eight, ten seconds a lap, really not even – doing anything wrong you just kind of fallen into the pace of everyone around you where those guys are going they're going faster than they've went all day they're doing rhythm sections that they haven't done all day uh so yeah it just i think the mud really creates an opportunity to gain crazy amounts of time that uh, that's not normally there it's just the 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 guys from you know 12 on back. I mean, they can't, they can't go one lap without making a mistake. They just keep, it was even further up than that. Yeah. 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 I was kind of being generous there, but but it was, you know, it's just one of those things where you can see the guys like they just case stuff. And then the whole section is ruined because they case the double in and then they're screwed and they got to slow down. I mean, those guys, most of those guys, they weren't doing the, even the big triple. No. So six or seven guys were right. Yeah. yeah. I'm saying like a guy like, Roxon, he was still doing it some, but a 10th place guy wasn't even doing the main supercross yeah, triple, right? Yeah, There's yeah. so much time those which, guys were making Which everywhere. is uh, as easy as breathing for you guys out there. Well, right? so, on that track, know, it was no, pretty dry, brutal, but yeah, I just... Yeah. Um, to say a 10th place guy wasn't doing the triple is crazy. Zach Osborne, do you really think you needed to lead that first at the finish line? You think yes. you really need to do that? I like that. Yeah, really, Zacho? Really? You just couldn't... Yeah. good. God, what an idiot. <laughs> uh, anyways, Osborne's been good. Um... I, we were texting with him earlier. He's not. I'm taking people. It's an inside joke. Don't don't worry. It's fantasy points. Okay? Yeah, yeah. It's so fantasy don't stuff. Know and I don't, taking shots. Yes. And I don't think Osborne's an idiot. So, um, he uh, he's been good. And I told him this on our text. I said no one is going to remember those erratic first ten races <laughs> if, he, if he keeps this up. Yeah. Like he's been a new guy. It's been good. He has been. You know, it's yep. the start though. The start is. Yeah, he got some starts yeah, before. Man. He got starts early. Yeah, he yeah, did. I he guess. got some starts. I don't know. I to me the starts are putting him in such a better position. And yeah, he's not crashing or doing anything stupid, but the race is so much different when you start first than it is when you start tenth. You're in just in the this mess of people going every direction on the first few laps. And when you start first, yeah, okay, Webb got you, but then you're in third and you just get to do your own laps. You don't even have to worry about anybody else. And as long as your pace isn't terrible, yeah. there's so much less chance of things going wrong. Malcolm Stewart with a fifth wege. Uh, fantastic ride. He rode really well in the heat. Remember last race, he fell and uh, came all the way to seventh from dead last and won a heat last race too. Uh, Mookie and Zacho are the two winners of the Salt Lake City Supercar Series so far. Three rounds. Yeah, it's uh, amazing how it's flipped because going into Daytona-ish, uh, you know, Mookie started the season strong. His teammate Hill started pretty bad. Hill really started coming on strong, and at one point, I think Hill had almost become the better guy. And then Mookie's first race here wasn't that good, but man, he's been good to the last two, and Hill has really struggled. So it's completely flipped over, like, who's the one that's Hill, raising the most eyebrows look at hill in, 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 up with hill, dude. in random practice sessions hill can be top five every single time and sometimes be on top of the board we haven't seen that once 
No. These 85 days uh, have taken a toll on Justin Hill. Yes. And meanwhile, Mookie, who I I feel it was almost hitting a bit of a lull uh, before the break, has uh, gotten better. Yeah, it's unfortunate, as JT said, that, you know, Anderson, Osborne, Mookie, Dean, got to be happy with their rides. Yep. But uh, lapped or nearly lapped. I don't, uh, I don't understand. We were walking out of the pits, no interviews, just walking straight out, JT and I. And Big James was washing Malcolm's bike. Yeah, that's awesome. (laughs) That was great. That was great. Yeah, Big James washing the bike. Wait, Uh, that's who it was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's who it was. (laughs) He sent me a picture, but he had a mask on. I couldn't tell. Yeah, I know. The mask mask really hides a lot. That was Big James. Yeah, it Uh, was. Yeah. Had a mask. I didn't know. Uh, Dean Wilson was very good, as we said. Just didn't get that start. Heat race. Did you notice Dean the heat race? He was like 15th, dude. Oh, really? He, he, He went off the track early, which I didn't see going off the track. But around the oh, first section, that. he was probably 14th or 15th. He came all the way up. He rode really well. Uh, so good job for Dino. He's been fast. Just doesn't know the results that Anderson and Osborne have, but he's been good. Uh, Brayton, 7th for, for that track, for that conditions. I'll, t- I'll take that ride from, from JB. You know what was really helping him was he never fell into what the other guys were doing with rolling the whoops. So he was just – he could cruise like – Fine, decent yeah. pace, yeah. but he would kill the whoops every yeah. lap, and that really propelled him. It, uh, it kept him away from the, the guys behind him. Weege, he passed Marty and AP in the whoops. I think he blew their jerseys off one lap. He went right by them on the right side like they were standing still. So you saw it too, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. So he was. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I mean, it was it was Mookie esque. It was. Yeah. Uh, it was Mookie esque. The two for one pass, which has kind of become the, yep. the Mookie thing to passing two guys at once. Yep. Uh, it was. Uh, it looked very good from my perspective. Speaking really of that, thought he it looked really good. Did it? Yeah. It looked really. Yeah. Good. yeah. <laughs> Speaking of that, how much better is Webb in the whoops right now? He it's touched crazy. on that press conference. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he did. Yeah. He did. But un- unbelievable. Like he yeah. deserves a lot of credit. Whatever he and the team have done to sort that out, yeah. they've really come a long way. Dude, if you think about it, on a KTM, like Dunn struggled. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's a KTM thing, but their star guys, Marvin. It struggled. Dunge struggled. Webb struggled until recently. Like, I, and I'm not blaming this on the steel frame or the KTM or, but these guys, they, they've never been great blitzing whoop guys. It you seemed know? like it, whatever, whatever they figured out going into San Diego, they really turned a corner with the whoops and it's, it's not been every single time, but yeah. I really noticed the difference there. And this weekend, the whoops were destroyed and you could really tell who had confidence in their bike and confidence in their skill set. And the last few laps, I mean, yeah, Tomac passed him there a couple times, but Webb was not giving up much there. And for him, that's always been a liability. Not terrible, but certainly not the best guy. And he hung right in there with the best guys in the world tonight. And so I just, I, I like to give. He was faster. Yeah. I think there were some yep. uh, runs yeah. that were better, which, yes, I, it's like shocking to see yeah. that. I've been, I've been really harsh on him and the whoops and Marvin and guys that. I've seen it as a big liability because that was always my problem. So I, I feel like I'm very quick to point it out, but he also deserves credit when he's figured it out. And he has certainly gotten a lot better. My, I've been gone for 10 days. My wife just sent me a photo of our dog on the walk. It's very beautiful. So. Oh. <laughs> Majestic. Majestic. Even wow. uh, Marty Davalos eighth. Marty's been good. I called him afterwards. We did a post-race press conference or post-race podcast with him. And uh, yeah, Marty was happy with his ride. He was he feeling really good. You know, he, uh, you know, he said he made one mistake. He went off the track. We saw that there late. So uh, good job for Marty Davalos in eighth. He should be proud of himself. He's really done well yep. in this Salt Lake stint Do, so far. Doesn't he? And look, I'm, I've criticized Marty a time or two. Yeah, a couple times. Yeah. Doesn't he seem like a guy 
he's not on a factory team. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's not a, does whip, have a factory bike though. Yeah. But it's not a whip snapping team. Like nobody, no, I don't know no, what that means whip snapper. Like no one's on them. Whipper snapper. Do you think Ted Tedder is, is like, <laughs> is, is, uh, <laughs> do you think Ted Tedder is on them? Like as far as like Marty, like what'd you do today? Like go grind, grind. Like, you know, none of that's happening with Marty. I, I feel so. like on that team, right? I don't think so. This 85 day break. Is he even doing outdoors? Do we know? Is Marty doing outdoors? I don't believe so. I didn't think so. So I, I shouldn't say that because right. I don't know, but I don't think Weech, so. I don't think he is. Uh, yeah, I don't think so. It was brought up earlier in the year because I guess, you know, it depends on if it's Dakota, right? If Dakota comes back and then he races him, I guess the truck will go on the road. But you I know what? Know. I'm going to text my buddy right now. I'm texting him. Uh, okay. Okay. So here's the point. Uh, I feel like Marty would take the 85 days off and mm-hmm. his team and his team wouldn't really stress and... It is what it is. He's got a new baby. Like he was riding at MTF a lot though. I wouldn't put it. I would not be surprised if Marty had come into this 85 break and been like, listen, dude, I'm just, I'm wrapping this thing up. Yeah. I, I agree so with good you for him. So I agree. Good for yeah, him. totally. I, I knew he had been riding because I talked to Brian Johnson a lot and Marty's been at MTF. Oh, just got the answer. My boy, he, he hits me back to every time right back. Yeah. Yeah. You guys are super tight. Yeah. You no, super cross only deal. Yeah. Which so, it makes sense. Right. But I, I, I did not expect him to be this good. No, I will be on the that's front what I'm end, saying. but I didn't think there You're would just be backing me up. Hold on. I didn't think there would be the Justin Hill drop off either though. Cause I knew he'd been riding. Right. Right. Um, Barsha ninth JT, you, you have some things to say about Barsha. I that's three ninths in a row, right? Is that, that would see how pretty much. I oh, oh three ninths. He got an eighth. I, I think it was an eighth, the okay. first one. I thought it was nine, nine, nine. Benny Bloss has no, gone thir- eight. I think it was eight, eight, nine. Oh, ben, and okay. Benny has gone 13, 13, 13, yeah. by the way. I, so anyways. Wow. Well, for Barsha, I mean, I thought he was coming in like, I got to get back in this championship fight. I got to get closed down some points. It hasn't been anything near that. I, I don't, I do not have an answer for you. I picked him to get fifth in the Rocky Mountain Fantasy League. Uh, where it's just the top five because I thought these conditions would favor him. I thought he would really use it to bounce back. He did not bounce back. It didn't look good. I, I don't have even one answer for you on Barsha. I don't know what's up. Barsha through three rounds. Barsha, Roxon or Hill? Roxon's got a podium, so I guess you can't put him in that same group. Yeah, Roxon's. I mean, well, it's all on a curve too. I yeah. mean, if you're in a vacuum, what they're capable of. Roxon hasn't been great, but yeah, that first podium I think is okay. Kind of so Barsha and Hill are the two guys that were just like, huh? Doesn't make yeah. a lot of sense. Right. I mean, other than right. I, the only thing you can point to is or they ba- didn't do a lot. Baggett? Baggett too. But it, I mean, Baggett, at least he said he's had some issues. Like he led for eight minutes at the first round and then he blew, you know, his arms were done. So you, you can at least understand there are things, some things going on. And then he was the fastest qualifier round two. So he's got speed, right? So I think that one is a little bit. Um, more understandable, and it's not like he hasn't flashed at all. But Barsha and Hill haven't flashed in any way at any time. They haven't done anything. So I, yeah, I don't, I don't get it. We we need to get to the bottom of that. You got to ask Barsha some questions here sometime soon. I have to. Somebody does. No, Weege does. Okay. Uh, he's kind of on that Marty program with you. You you seem to be go from zero to hero with these guys. <laughs> oh, there, there's been a new zero to hero today. Oh my god, oh. this is unbelievable. It, I was <laughs> there. <laughs> There's a new. This this I, really I walked in on the. I end have of it. more comebacks than Rocky Balboa. <laughs> I, I am phenomenal in comebacks. I just when you think I'm down and out, I'm back. It, so, the, it, I, this is this is big news for Earth shook. This is big news for the Pulp yes. show. Hey, big. This is 2020 has been a, 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 an Earth a history making year. All we needed was a pandemic. It's all we needed. Yeah. 
Yes, it has been a crazy year, and we've just added another rung on the ladder of how unprecedented and shocking and unexpected 2020 has been. It really has been. It, I, this is right up there with, awesome. I believe, anything else that's happened this year. Well, okay. So, RC and I kind of broke down. You did? What? You did. We, JT walked in on it about halfway through. Yep. Was it like seeing your parents making out, JT? Like, <laughs> you know what? Shock that you know what? Gone through your body. He came up to me. He did. And I, I've been on this train that Ricky's been way cooler. And, and when we raced, I'll be the first one to tell him, and I would tell him to his face, Ricky wasn't that cool. Like, he was. He wasn't. Really. He wasn't. He was really in his own bubble and nothing outside of that bubble mattered. It didn't matter if you, if he pissed you off or if you hated him or anything, he did not care. And I think it's taken him a long time to let all that go. And I I think he's just, you know, kind of sorting out past beefs and understanding there's no reason for people to dislike each other. So I give him a lot of credit because everyone, including him and all his people and everyone pulp show and everybody knows that there's been a lot of tension between Steve and Ricky. So for him to be the bigger man and we listen, Steve, we, you, you know, cause we were all there. There's been ample opportunity for those two to talk to each other because there's no one else around. And you and I are talking to Ricky and Steve and Ricky are the only ones not yeah. talking. Yes. So I, yes. I really commend Ricky for making the first move. Is it, is it surprising that I wasn't the first move? No, no. <laughs> No, you are the most stubborn person alive. No, I'm not, but you I'm are. A, but I can be stubborn. Yes, you are. I, not always in a bad way, right? But you're pretty stubborn. Not surprising that I didn't put the olive branch. <laughs> but it's awesome. I love to see it. There's no reason for these two to not get along. And well, we we bonded over a mutual life yeah, improvement. Absolutely, that yeah. we've made. I was I was really happy to see it. <laughs> we. It, it is hilarious when you think of. I, I cannot. Uh, uh, yeah, underscore, underline, bold, italic this enough. The entire freaking press box in this stadium, the entire one side of a football field, there were only five people in there yeah. <laughs> at the first two races. <laughs> Ralph and Ricky and the three of us. And every combination spoke. Steve spoke to Ralph. I spoke to Ralph. JT spoke to Ralph. Ralph talked to Ricky. I talked to Ricky. JT talked to Ricky. <laughs> everybody talked to everybody. But there was one combination that had not happened somehow. Wow. Good for Ricky and to identify that and be like, I think, look, we're going to be here seven times. <laughs> it's time to do it. I, I, he, he, we had another run in, too. We had another run in, and he, he asked me what I thought and what was happening. Wow. It's good. It, it's, it's, and then we both agreed that we don't know what happened or who started it. It's only taken 17 years. <laughs> we both agreed that we're like, yeah, man, I, I don't know. I don't know what, I, mean, I, I don't know I, where I, it went sideways. I, can, I do right in that same stadium. That started uh, a little bit, but not really. Not, I, I, uh, I would have pointed right over there. I'll tell you what really, I'll tell you where I think it started. And this is, I wrote a column about James Stewart being the best ever. Really? Yeah. And I, and I that heard. Was, yeah, that was a, not a good column. <laughs> Okay, wait. No, I, I agree with you, Steve. You did a podcast with Stu, and yeah. you said that Ricky is only – you and James both said he's only the goot because he's only the greatest outdoors of all time. And it illustrates the point that JT is making. That, uh, RC was maybe five years into retirement at that point, but I think even still then, those same types of uber-competitive feelings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. about me. I think it was still there, and James was still racing. Now, ah, Ricky and James probably be fine. They're both retired, there, There's right? a lot about the Lance Armstrong documentary that reminds me of Ricky. Just crush yeah. and conquer all. 
Right. And, and maybe it's taken, I mean, how, what did he retire in 07 was his last year. So mm-hmm. it's taken 13 years, I think for him to realize I'm not, it doesn't matter. And maybe he doesn't even remember the slight, but JT, I think that's what you're saying. Like yeah. everything was a slight at one point. Everything was, you're either with me or against oh, me. Oh yeah. These, yeah, yeah. these guys yeah. fueled their training and fueled their yeah. ambition off of all that. And, and, and we, and so we had a little, I'm not going to say the private stuff that we talked about, but he got, he got a little bit into it and you know what I mean? So yeah. did I like, it was a little, yeah. like a little bit of a, uh, Oh, I remember, I knew him really well once upon a time and he was ultra competitive to the point where you're like, man, like, right. That's, I don't think you really mean that. Like he, <laughs> he was so really brutal. He was so brutal, but yeah, he, no, he I, wanted to beat people right, so bad. Right. Listen, it's, and it wasn't like he disliked him. It's just what it took for him to do the things he needed to do. I really should have got a selfie for Instagram. Oh, I, I think this is the start of a beautiful friendship. Oh, you do? Yeah. yeah. Roll, just roll us out slowly. Roll, just don't, don't write any damn articles about him. <laughs> I try not to. I, I really you like, really wrote that Stu is better than Ricky? I, no, I said I think Stu will be better. I he think, will be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think this is – and this was Weech. I think you were awful. I wrote this when Ricky was still racing. Like, J- James was just Uh-oh. coming in. So, well, I, I know for sure, but I really I believe for, that I had heard from Ricky's people. You did a pod with Stu. Yep. Uh, yeah, and yeah, it yeah. got back to me through the various channels yep. where you were essentially talking crap on him. And look, I know you weren't, you were saying you feel McGrath's better in supercross. He's better in outdoors. I still do. But by again, the way. what's that? I still, do. I feel, still feel that way. I really do. And, and that's fine. But uh, we're just saying old Ricky mentality is that's a direct shot. That's an insult. That's yeah, a shot yeah, at him. Yeah. And maybe he wouldn't feel that. He probably doesn't even remember what the exact thing was, but if he heard that podcast today, he'd probably be like, ah, whatever. Yeah. And, and he took some shots at red dog in the media that I didn't like when I was Timmy's mechanic. He took shots at everybody. No, I know. But I was like, yeah. Oh yeah, really watch this. You know I mean? I'm, I love, I was a red dog guy. Right. So, uh, you know, the scoreboard clearly favors Ricky over Timmy. Listen, like, when I, <laughs> I practiced with him one time and this is when we were 16 and he was way better than me. He was the number one B rider and I was arguably number two, maybe number three. And he was so competitive and just wanted to dominate everything and everyone so much that he rode around the track and knocked me over. Every time I got up, he would wait for me and then knock me over again. And I probably fell like 12 times in the course of like five minutes. And I finally left my bike on the ground and chased him around running and I was going to kill the kid. And then the genie like screaming at me to not hurt him because that's just who he was. Like he was so damn competitive and it just like he matured a little bit but there was still that in him at all times so in a scale of amazing things with barsha marty and rc where are we at what, what rank them one two three weech the only thing this is even competing with is coronavirus and their recent uh, <laughs> okay wait a minute i said that marty had a gun in the mask at one point no no ricky's ricky's the top <laughs> this is even yeah. close I said yeah. Marty was stealing money. Doesn't matter. The, but <laughs> but I don't think that Marty always knew what was going on. Oh, okay. The, the hatred between you and Ricky was real. Okay. Like there was oh, yeah. a lot there. I always did say Marty was super talented. Yeah, and, and he you did, and much much more. And much much more. No, no, no. But I like I I used to what well, whatever. Okay. So anyways, yeah. So folks, uh, who, who knows? But unreal. Unreal. Are you gonna? I think where you're going, where you were with Marty, I think is where you're going with J Mart. Like it's slowly morphing into. This <laughs> no, 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 no. J Mart oh. problem. Let's, let's talk about that though a little bit bef- yeah. before the end of this pod. Okay, let's move on. Uh, AP was up to, and I had him in fantasy, so I was paying attention to Aaron Pleasinger. 
great conditions for him, but it stopped raining. That was the bad part where for AP. It stopped raining and his his, his mud skills went away. Yeah, I do. He was up to seventh, I believe, in the main. Mm-hmm. And then he made a mistake somewhere along the line and, and got passed. He was battling with those guys the whole time. Dude, it was, it was Brayton, with Marty and Marty, yeah. Plessinger, Roxon got in there late. Like yep. it was crazy. Um Bloss rode well. He got past Blake and then he cleaned out Kyle Cunningham. Who was he was lapping and he, he apologized to Kyle. He went by the truck to talk to him. It was brutal. And Kyle wasn't around, but he, yeah, we, I don't know if they saw it on TV, but he just took Cunningham out. Uh, yeah, I think they did. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I think they did see that. Yeah. Uh, yep. And then Benny got up and dude, he was 20 seconds back of Blake. Blake crashed the, also though. Who? Blake. Oh, he did? Blake crashed. Oh, I yep, missed that. Sure did. Okay. Well, I'm going to take my credit back. I gave Benny because I said, hey, you caught, <laughs> you caught Blake again. Yeah. He crashed uh, right before the mechanics. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Chad Reed, 14th. He crashed also? Yep. Yeah. Uh, not bad. I mean, on paper, it's it's a step forward, but it wasn't any sort of great uh, ride. Like, if you look back at, like, the Seattle ride in the mud, yeah. that was awesome. Yeah. Right? It was yeah. a huge step forward. He yeah. really didn't have that. I just feel like once it stopped raining, it stopped, the track started shaping up, judging by those guys jumping things, too. Yeah, I just felt like on a track like that, he's usually so smart yeah. and wily. He finds just what he did at Seattle, finds yeah. an opportunity, knows the good lines. Right. And you would think in, with those whoops, he he could have really used those to his advantage. Even if you just ride around the rest of the track and do the jumps, and then you just ramp Blitz. up yeah, for yeah, this yeah. one run through the whoops, that's good enough. Like that's good enough for a top 10. And he just didn't seem to have that. I, I almost felt like tap should be playing. I watched him one lap, look back, come around the turn, look back. Anderson was there. He pulled over, rode alongside the whoops. Weech while oh. Anderson and Osborne went by. And then he pulled back in. Like he chose to ride beside the whoops. Probably honestly, probably tired. Yeah. I mean, right. And then that's not a slight. No, that's just yeah. being realistic. Right. He's probably tired. Right. Um, Hill, 15th. Yeah, three, I don't know. 16th. I don't know what to think of Hill. Yeah. I really thought he would come in and do well. Uh, the only thing I could point to, and this could be way wrong, right? It's just speculation, but it doesn't look like he did a lot in those 85 days. That's the right. way he's riding. He doesn't have any, no, flash. He doesn't have any flash. He doesn't have any speed. He on, I don't know what it is. On Wednesday's track should have been his track. Yeah. That should have well, been his place. Even, even it's a just a, time. Even just a good lap time. That's what I mean. In, in qualifying yeah. would be like, oh, yeah, there it is. Yeah. You know, like Blake's results have sucked, but it, he can at least go out there and go fast. Yep. You know, it's just weird. Uh, Tickles got two broken metacarpals. No, car, car, carpals? Carpals, yeah. Carpals? Tarsals are in your Parcels? foot. Carpals okay. are in your hand. All right. Uh, so Tickle wasn't the same guy. He struggled going to the LCQ. 17th. He got tired, he told me, but he'll get better from here. Uh, Weege. Um, the TV spotter was very angry with Fast Freddy Norn. Oh, my God. You should have seen the rage for Fast Freddy Norn. Mm-hmm. The uh, former TV spotter also. <laughs> Listen, I don't know that I've ever seen worse racecraft ever displayed than what <laughs> Freddy Norn laid upon us tonight. I don't wow. know how you can do any worse. Twice. <laughs> This is what he was yelling in the press. What box. happened in the heat? Yeah, he was ninth early in the yeah, heat. Yeah, he crashed. He crashed. Yeah, he okay. went, went down right. the whoops. Yeah. So. Yep. yep. All by himself. No yep. problem. All yep. good. All yep. good in the hood. Now I'm yep. just going to throw it at these hail, these tough blocks. <laughs> throw my bike at these tough blocks. And then in the LCQ, he's not in. He's not in. Oh my God, Ryan Brees. No, crashes. no. He got in. He passed Tick. Now he's fourth. Tick was fifth. That is not true. Yes. That is not true. Yes. Freddie was ahead true. of Tickle. That is not true. I bet you one million dollars. Tickle was in the whole time. He was not. Yes, he um, was. Okay, well, let me pull this up right yes, now. Yes, he was. All right, Weege, we need you here to stop this argument. Freddie was not getting in. 
Then Ryan Brees crashes in the whoops, and I'm like, oh, my God, he's going to get in. Oh, oh my God, he's going to get in. What do you know? Lap three, Freddie, fourth place. Tickle, sixth place on lap three. Yeah, but when did, what happened after that? Well, yeah, then Tick got him, but I said Freddie was <laughs> okay. in. No, no, no. No, I, but when it happened, when Oh, when Brees it happened. Crashed. No, no, no. What I said was he was also in earlier in the LCQ. Well, like, he we're in. We're in. He yeah. just got passed. Okay. He so wasn't we were, fast enough. We were actually just arguing about two different things. Yeah. Okay. I'm saying in, in the end, yeah. the only thing I'm mad about with yeah, Freddie, yeah. if you're not okay. fast enough... Fine. You're not mad about getting passed? Then? Okay. Yeah, he just wasn't fast enough, okay. though. Right. I, that's In the heat race, I was pissed T- because he Tickle's crashed. Better. Uh, yep. We're going to say Tickle's faster, Tickle's right? better than yeah. him. Tickle's, I right. get it. You didn't yeah. make it happen on the start, and Tickle's better than you. But in the heat, you had it easy, and you crashed. That's dumb. You can't do that. You have to, Rule number one is don't crash when you're in qualifying position. That is absolutely rule number one. Rule number two, refer to rule number one. In the LCQ, <laughs> in the LCQ, he is out, right? And then he looks up and sees Brees on the ground, and it like he just completely freaked out. And he's he cases a double in the whoops, almost goes over the bars, casing a double, doubling the whoops. He almost crashes. Then he just loses his mind. All he has to do is like just a double. Like you could put an amateur out there in Supercross Futures and double through the whoops. Then he can't get Brees. Then he has the inside going into the corner after the whoops. Doesn't do anything with it. Doesn't use his angle. Doesn't do anything. So then now he's on, coming down the, the straightaway next to the mechanics. He's on the outside. And Brees has the inside. So I know that's a really difficult spot to be in. And they slow down to about 0.7 miles per hour. A walking speed. And then all of a sudden, Freddie's like, I'm just going to bonsai to the outside. And then Brees is like, no, you're not. And he just speeds up a little bit and Freddie crashes. And I'm just like ready to throw my headset through the press box window. And hopefully it hits Freddie in, in his helmet. Very frustration. Uh, the people I, on TV must be like, man, I don't know. <laughs> this, this spotter's really into these LCQs. <laughs> he man. really likes thing to have. Is he from Sweden? Bondo, well, is he from thank, Sweden? Thank, really God. <laughs> thank God you have to hold a button for them to hear you. Because I was yelling. I mean, like legitimately yelling. In the press box. Yeah. It was uh, it was unforgivable. You know who did get in was Kyle Chisholm. Chiz is going to Chiz. Yeah, yeah he's yep. fine. Yep. He got the start in the LCQ, though. That's yep. all you had to do. And, and Freddie, he could beat Brees. He could run with Cunningham and those guys, but they got him on the start. I get it. That happens. It's just the racecraft stuff where you got this, this Christmas miracle handed to you by Brees crashing. And then you just do everything you can to screw that up. And then Brees still gets in. <laughs> I love how we devote 10 minutes of the show to the fifth place guy in the I'm MCQ. still angry. <laughs> he got seventh, by the I know, way. Yeah, he didn't get fifth, right. Uh, Bowers struggled er, good early and then struggled. He, he was in here for the fly race in Moto 60 show and altitude is not good. So uh, Yeah, he even friend. tweeted after. He just said, yeah. Utah, I just can't figure you out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Logan Carnow on a 250. Got it done. Who crashed to give it to him? No, he passed uh, Brees. Brees. He passed Brees, passed and then Brees, Brees tried to take Brees, him out. Yeah, Brees, had, yeah, and Brees, Brees went down. Right. Carnot had to go around yeah. like three whoops. Carnot did what Bree, what Freddie should have done. Well, Freddie was ahead of both yeah. of those guys in yeah, cruising, yeah, right, right. and then he just, yeah, here, here, tough blocks have my 450. But listen, Weege, Logan Carnot on a 250. Yeah, it's awesome. He's uh, making a little name for himself this year. He's been pretty good in the 250s also in the West, um, so... Good for him. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what? When the when the West starts this uh, Wednesday, Wednesday, um, I keep saying last week, like last race, like last yeah. week. Uh, when the the, the two hundred and fifty West starts up, Carno. I mean, look, he hasn't got a top ten yet, but could he? Could West he have is, an advantage? West is deep, though, man. 
It's not the East. If he was oh, out there in the East, he would be top you, 10 probably. Would you like to talk about the East depth right now? Would you like to get into the 250 East depth? That's what I'm saying. It's <laughs> no, I bad. Know, I know. Yeah, yeah, it's bad. But the West think, is pretty deep. How do you think RJ would have done? RJ Hampshire? Uh, you'd be paying a lot of bonus money to him. <sighs> All right. Um, hey, within, funny. I thought it was funny when uh, – Webb is – he does not care in those press conferences. He'll, he'll curse. He will say whatever he wants in those press conferences. It's pretty funny. I thought it was funny that he said uh, – He's like, man, I've never made so much money in one week in my life. He's figured a week ago they raised, yeah, made yeah, money, yeah. Right, then right. he won, then another second. He's got two seconds and a first. I'm going to just round about it. He's probably made 200 to 250 grand in the last week. And then didn't he say something about t-shirt sales? Somebody told me on, oh, a, on, a, on a press conference. I have no idea. Uh, yeah. The previous post-race um, one, he, uh, a, a reporter who, you know, like a mainstream reporter who doesn't know all the ins and outs. Yeah, he was asking the riders, you know, no fans. How does that affect you financially and your merchandise sales? And the riders really didn't have much of an answer because it doesn't. Yeah, you know, yeah. they don't. Yeah. There isn't a direct to fans buy tickets. It results in them making more money. Uh, and then Webb just said, "Yeah, they kind of have us by the gonads when it comes to merchandise, so it doesn't matter." <laughs> yeah, degaff. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He doesn't what care. What did he say uh, today? He said his suspension guy told him to jump that triple and go to the inside, and he thought he said. I thought the guy was delusional for yeah, saying that. Yeah. But then late in the race, I said, F it. Right. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's good. Um, yeah. All right. Anything else for these boys? Anything else? Mm. Does Webb get second in the series? Yeah, the way it's going. I mean, yeah. tre- trending heavily. Yes. Right, right. Okay. Uh, thanks to Fly Racing, of course. Flyracing.com for more information. Check them out on the web. JT 2021 stuff out in August. A couple months. Uh, I would say. Oh, we shouldn't talk about that because you say, want to sell through the 2020. No, no. I would say August at the latest. But um, yeah, I mean, obviously we want people to buy and everything's on sale, which is great. You can get a really great discount at your local dealer or favorite online e-tailer. Um, but yeah, I mean, obviously I'm out. I am out pre-booking and pre-selling. So that's what's on my mind for sure. Can I see the 2021 stuff? You can, yes. You oh. just can't take pictures. Okay, sweet. I get to see it. Uh, thanks to Fly Racing for more information. Check them out on the web. Thank you, Max's Tires, MXST's A-Ray going down in the uh, heat race. He's got a huge hem- hematoma on his leg. It looks disgusting. So A-Ray was going to be... He busted his ass. He did. He really did. The yeah. mud and the slick and A-Ray's throttle style didn't match. Can you imagine? I don't know. Hmm. I don't know goes, hmm. what to say about it. I want to feel bad for him, but at the same time, it's like, man, maybe you need to back it down a little bit because he's going to, I don't want him to hurt himself like badly. Right. Max's tires, everybody, uh, mountain bike tires as well. Light truck, UTV tires, of course. And, uh, MXST is developed by Jeremy McGrath. I did a Instagram live video with Jeremy McGrath the other day. So, uh, uh, that was pretty cool to talk to the King. Um, Thank you, Renthal as well. Renthal.com, 7 eighths bar, fat bar, 36, twin wall. What would, what's your favorite Renthal bar, JT? Um, CR High, but twin wall, CR twin wall? High. Yeah. Okay. All right. yeah. I don't like fat bar. Do you remember when twin wall came out? It blew everybody's minds. It was just like, what is this? It's a bar with a bar? Yeah. And then the twin wall. I struggled with twin wall at first. It was pretty rigid. It was. Um, but I always liked the fact that it didn't bend. Right. I could get used to it. I hated bending bars. Like 7 eighths bar. You just fall over yeah. and you're like, well, I can't even steer my bike anymore. I guarantee you Frank had the, the pipe that put around the end of the grip oh, and he would straighten yeah. it. Yeah. So I, I couldn't, there was a time where I didn't know how to change my bars. I didn't know how to put grips on and do all that. So I practiced for probably four or five months with bent bars. Just yeah. go for it. My right. dad's like, change it, change it. I'm like, I can't. All right. I just ride with it. <laughs> okay. 
Uh, thank you to Alias uh, CBD as well. Uh, the code for the Alias CBD guys, Alias Racer X, for twenty percent off. Don't forget, subscribe to Racer X online or subscribe to Racer X magazine. You can do it online. Uh, three issues for a buck, and now it's two ninety nine for some for three issues of the, of the print mag as well. Some really cool stuff in there. So thank you to that. Racer X online forward slash pulp is the code to save. So thank- no. Okay. No. Yeah. Forward slash Weege. Okay. Oh, oh, yeah. So I did get it right. Yeah. But yeah. And yeah. Uh, on X Maps, Weege? Yeah, on X Maps, it was really fun uh, riding mountain bikes. And the crazy thing about Utah is there are literally parks where you can ride mountain bikes, dirt bikes, side by sides, horses, and hike all on the same trail. If you want trail info, go to onxmaps.com or onx off road and get the app and it'll tell you where to ride wherever the heck you live you know i spoke to ralph tonight about going mountain biking i said i got a, i got a spare one ralph and uh, right about then was when uh, rc came out right that's that's kind of what started it and i, I like said it. hit me up ralph wow. i'll take you out e-biking wow wow i could go out i could go out jt e-biking with the two of the sport's biggest announcers i think i need to get in on an e-bike ride while i'm here it would be a damn shame if i didn't do it at least once yeah are you insane bro Yes, but what does that have to do with e-bike? He doesn't have the right okay, clips. Well, I, I, he doesn't have the right clips. Yeah, I can get there. There's a gosh. there's a bicycle store like half a mile from here. Okay, it's fine. All right. Uh, Racer X or Racer X Race Tech as well. Thanks to Race Tech. Uh, Pulp Twenty is code to save with the folks at Race Tech. Get your motor work uh, done. Get some suspension work done, or just get yourself serviced. Uh, show your bike some love, and your bike will show you some love. And they can do all of that down at Race Tech, and they can do all the, all the things that you want uh, down there. So, all right, two fifty uh, Supercross for uh, for round three of the Salt Lake City Supercross Series, round thirteen of the Monster Energy AMA Supercross Series. Um, wow! If Sexton ends up winning this thing. I'm not saying he should give Garrett Marchbanks some money, but can you mail him a thank you card? Uh, obviously, Marchbanks uh, got the red flag. We think he's okay. He complained some back pain. So once you say that, they're going to red flag the race. He was sitting up, though, and talking and all of that. Um, but uh, that was huge because Sexton had gone down. Sexton was like seventh. There's no chance he catches McElrath. There's probably no chance he catches Nichols, right? Oh, he gets second. Oh, he does? Yeah, you he, think gets, he gets Nichols? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Yep. Well, it's a long race, and we saw how anyways how so, much time those guys could make on that track so he might owe garrett marchbanks a thank you card with maybe a cheese factory well, cheesecake let's not factory forget gift card mcarath helped him to the ground so it wasn't like he just blew it and like oh thank you marchbanks i'm i'm hope you're okay mcarath got a little aggressive there he he did not make contact which he made very clear in the i need to see the replay did, did he I not make contact i didn't see it closely enough he he was very adamant about the fact that he didn't okay. make contact we, did you watch I, the replay? I don't think he did okay. no i don't think he did i thought that was over overstated um completely like he just made a pass and then you know there's one line and sexton ended up going off the track i don't think there was any intent i don't think he even hit him no, and I mean, he knew he, like, he knew who he was passing. Okay, but and he knew okay. it was a yeah, but I don't pass. think it was. I don't think it was anything. I don't think he did anything. It was just like there was one line. It yeah, went toward I, the outside. I'm not saying it was dirty. I'm saying it was dirty. It was just yeah. aggressive. So, yeah. Okay. Like the idea that like is that some sort of payback? No. No, I I, I yeah. cringed when I heard the question. But okay, so knowing that. Um, you know, Sexton wasn't going to win this race without that restart. So good job yeah, to, that's to fair. him. Yeah, that's fair. good job for him for for taking off, taking off. And of course, Shane uh, Shane hit a lapper. I don't think that lapper's fault. It wasn't his fault. Shane just ran it in there a little bit. Like you kind of got to wait. But I, Sexton was on him, so you can't really wait, right? Did you see it any way differently than that? Either I thought it was you? funny that Sexton ran into the same lapper in the same corner. He said, 
in the press conference. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was, Cody, it was Cody Shock, first, by the way. It was his first main event also. Right. So he's probably like, I don't know where to do. I don't know what to do with my hands. I, had, I lost $50 on to Dan Truman. He did. So. He crashed and still made it. Yeah. yeah. He didn't want to, he didn't want no. to ruin his streak no. of crashing my in the point, My point stood. Uh, but good job for Sexton. Weegee breaks this momentum for McElrath. I mean, obviously, it was going so badly, like not just from a point standpoint, and maybe he could have got up for second because somehow after falling in that first one, he was already back up to seventh. Maybe he somehow still gets second. But just the general, oh, man, he's making mistakes under pressure would have been a terrible vibe to leave with, let alone the points. Uh, it's unbelievable. I mean, it is as 180 degrees as it gets. It's not even a 179-degree flip. It is a 180-degree flip because of that red flag. These things happen for sure. Um, yeah. And I thought, but credit to him, he was fast enough to do it. You know, he started behind uh, McElrath. Well, dude, and he, he, he caught Shane before Shane yeah. hit the lapper. He'd caught him. You know what I mean? Yes. Uh, and, so he was, you know, I, I do want to mention that none of that would have happened red flag or not. If he wasn't fast enough right. to put pressure on Shane. Yeah. And I thought yeah. the, the, the mud and everything else equalized the bike advantage that we thought we'd been seeing from these star Yamahas a little bit. Yeah, you know? I was um, thinking that. I was thinking that. It's not a true test, right? Sexton was good in the whoops. Sexton was really good in the whoops. Um, so good job. So who do we like for this title with three rounds to go? I think I'm Two going, rounds uh, to go? I think I'm going Shane. Oh. Two, one, one and a showdown. Two rounds to go. Well, the showdown. I don't. I don't consider that a true round because they're going to be have all the West guys in there too. Yeah. But true, two points ring rounds. But yeah. one of those will be a shootout. Yeah. So Show, showdown. You sorry. like Sexton? I like McElrath because I think at the showdown the start will be ultra critical because the West guys will be in there too, and I think that will make the difference. Weege. I'm actually going to flip it. Uh, I, I think I'm going to go with Sexton. I just feel like he's won the title before. I think he's got a little bit of an edge to him uh, when it comes to maybe pressure stuff. So I'm going to go there. JT, you were kind of critical of Sexton for riding this week. I have been critical of him many times <laughs> for doing this. I think he does too much. Yeah. And I, I commend his work ethic because there's a lot of people in this sport which I wish they had a little bit more of Sexton in them. But I think he uses it as a crutch and it's like, I got to ride. I got to do that. I got to do more and more and more and more and more. It's not always the answer. Mm -hmm. So he's out, he was out motoing yesterday. Like I, I just don't yeah, yeah. think that's necessary right now. If you want to go do it now, you have a 10 day break, yeah. have at it, go for it. But I, I don't think it's always the answer. And, and I was even more critical last summer. He passes out on the podium yeah, yeah. at WW ranch. And then he's out motoing on Monday. Um, I, I think there's a pattern there of, that maybe could be looked at. Um, J we, if JT practiced twice and got a star bike on this 250 East coast, could he get top 12? Yeah. I like your, I like your call on that. I don't know what it is about East where it's, it's uh, it, why does it happen? It happens probably two out of every three years where you get down to the end of the season. And you're like, uh, there's like four good, yeah. good factory but, level guys. Hey, but, what the, happens? but you know what? Let's keep giving these guys full points. Let's give them full points. No, no worries, 250 teams. We got you covered. You can, you can stay at home, stay down. We'll give you points. We'll give you contingency, all of that stuff. No problem, guys. It's fine. Don't worry about it. It's great. Uh, Colt Nichols, third. He wasn't that happy with the way he rode, and he basically admitted to me that he was not passing Shane McElrath no matter what. Nichols? Yeah. Yeah, whether he wanted to or not. Yeah, he yeah, yeah. He, yeah. Was, he was saying, you know how it is, man. Chains in a ch championship. Well, it's easy to say. When you can't pass him anyway. Well, he caught point, him, though. He point, caught him. 
His well, point, he did. His point remains that he wasn't going to do it anyway. Yeah. But I don't think that it was going to happen regardless. That's my, that's my opinion. I, I disagree with you. You think that Colt could have passed him? He caught him. Shane had fallen. Shane was all muddy, he said, and all Just that. Saying, you think he, if Colt wanted to go past him, he could have? I do. Okay. Because he That's caught That's fine. Him. I mean, yeah. nobody's going to be right. right. Yeah, nobody. You know. we, 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 we don't know. Right. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about the J-Mart thing. Yeah. So that press release, though, I do give the press release guy some but credit. Hold on. So I was told that even if he won tonight, that he wouldn't have pointed out still. Do you guys hear this? I did, and I need to do the math myself because I don't know if I trust the... the, the I, I but agree. You know what I mean? Like, but I was yeah. told by somebody who's very good at points, very good, that if he raced tonight and still won, he wouldn't have pointed out. Did, do we have an official Geico uh, position on that, Weech, from anybody? No, I did not hear the actual math. Um, I thought the whole case, I did see at one point, I think our own uh, Mitch Kendra put it on our site that the limit is 135. And I'm like, dude, he's not even close to 135. He's which, got 106, but, maybe. Right. But the, uh, you know, the, the amount of points you're allowed depends on how many rounds. So I thought, oh, maybe this isn't a 135 step. Maybe this is a, a 120 or something. Yeah, no, this wasn't, yeah. this was a 135 step according to the people we talked to. And he was, even if he had won, he was going to be one point short or two points short, JT. What well, I had 26 heard is this, plus 106, yeah. 132. 132. That's yeah. a three points short. See, I had heard yeah. the opposite. I had heard, let's say he went out and went 1 1 at these first two races, that it would have been dangerously close or right there already, I thought. So so something oh. is missing here. Okay. Regardless. Well, if he had gone 1 1, then it would have been, may have been, because you add in a bunch more points that he didn't get. Yeah. Because he got what? Well, yeah, round. but I mean, dude, he, he got, what, fourth and third? Yeah. So he's, he lost, that's, you know, 15 points, 15 to 20 points there. So, yeah, I, I understand. I'm just saying, yeah. if you're going to go home, if I'm J-Mart and there's another race where no matter what place I get, I'm not pointing out, and you see how weak the class is, and there's a podium right there to go get and a lot of money, you're damn right I'm racing. There's almost no way that that could be correct, right? Because what would make more sense? Like, now they got 10 days off. Like, at least race to three races yeah. in the shortest And then you could, also, you could yeah. also pull a hamstring during the 10 days off. Yeah. But what I'm yeah, saying is yeah. people I talk to, uh, two different people that are very good at this sort of thing, both said yes. the same thing. If only we had a connection with the Geico team. Right. It's making me wonder if the rules are not what those people think they can, are. Can, and it's not really 135. Can you look into this for us? Uh, yeah. You're yeah, tied with the PR yeah. guy, right? I mean, he did a great job. He did a great job. Um, you know, some okay. hurdles had to be cleared. So, this is obviously a fairly controversial issue, but uh, yes, PR staff Geico A one. I'll give, <laughs> I'll give uh, J Mart, and he's gonna come. He's coming on the Public Mech show tomorrow night. By the way, is he? Yeah. Oh, yep. Yeah. I'll give J Mart right to the bottom of this and Geico credit for all of that. Like they they just full on said it. Like Shane McElrath last year, just gone. Poof. Like puff the magic dragon. I do, I do like the transparency. Sellards won a heat race in St. Louis. I was on the team. Mm -hmm. He won a heat race in St. Louis, and then he said he got the flu. Yeah. And meanwhile, he was with us watching the main event. Right. So, you know, throughout history, we've seen these guys take dives, and then nothing is said. So are you okay with it now that he came out and just said, no, <laughs> no. It's, but but I, I'll give them yeah. some, some props. I liked his point where he said, there are no 450 opportunities for me. There aren't any. I like that because I, that's where I'm at. Like, I understand your point of like, just go bet on yourself. Go, Larry Ward did it. Nick, uh, Nick way did it. Tim Ferry did it. They just, they, they believed in themselves. Well, Timmy won a championship. 
So I think if Jamar won a championship this year, yeah, he's out of here. Timmy knew what a little the, what, bit different. Timmy knew what the what the what the risks were. You know, winning a championship, you're going. Well, it, it, just saying, like it's such. It's look the, the the number one source of frustration with me is the rule, above okay. all. Okay. Number one, but number two, like whether it's TLD Red Bull or Geico or Honda or KTM, like they're also letting this happen. Okay. Like you sign a guy. Yeah. Okay. Jmart is not guaranteed any championships next year. No. We've seen no. him in Supercross. Yep. He is not a shoe in. He could go out and get a bunch of fourths. Again. So, so we we got into this yesterday on the Fly Racing Moto 60 show, and this was my point. If you're Jmart and you're looking at this whole situation, I truly believe that he was on a path where Steve wants him to go. He was racing the 450 on the West Coast, and yeah. he's getting better. He's making his transition. He's got this plan laid out. His agents even talking to people about it. Then he explodes his back, and then everything changes. The plan has been significantly set back. So I don't think it's... I'm just never moving up. I'm not doing it, whatever. I think he was on that path. And then, yeah, he's had to make some adjustments to that path because of that big injury. So I would 100% believe that he has a plan in mind, but at the same time, he's looking at it and going, and if his agent's telling him the same thing, like, dude, I don't know where we're, we're going to ride. I don't have anything for you. No one has any openings. That's, I don't know. I know you're just going to say you got to bet on yourself and you got to just step Dude, out like Marty did. Okay, well, again, Red Bull, KTM, Geico, Honda, four major brands that sink a ton of money into these teams, mm -hmm. okay? For for what? For what? Exposure, for results. So now you're going to go back to the rule again. So no, 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 no. But these teams and sponsors, and they're fine with it, clearly, okay? But they're like, hey, we'll pay you a bunch of money. Oh, you're getting close to pointing out? Oh, don't worry about it. We don't even need the exposure anymore. Go away. Don't even race. Don't even race. We'll keep paying you. How effed up is that? On the, te the team should be like, no, we signed you. You're racing because we want to win for Geico. We want to win for TLD. We want to win for KTM. But they want them for next year. But, but, but again, like, oh, well, get someone else. There's, there's a lot of guys. Like, part of it's on these Podiums teams and sponsors. Podiums don't grow on trees. You know? Podiums don't grow on trees. It's just, Winning it, outdoors don't grow on give trees. Give me, name me a motorsport where this happens, name me a mainstream sport where this happens, where people just take dives. It doesn't happen. They go, we don't people have the same uh, level of, um, dis equality though, between our two fifty class and our four fifty class, which I know is one of your rants. That is one of your rants that the two fifty class is too important, too much money, too powerful. It, well, right? It's treated exactly the same. If you're sitting on the couch in, in uh, Winnipeg, Canada, uh, the winner, Jay yes. Sexton, got as much glory and highlights right. and talk about as Eli Tomac. When you and I, us three, know that the difference between a 250 Supercross win and a 450 Supercross win is is football, is te football teams when they're going to the playoffs pull all their starters. No, I mean, they I don't still think that yeah, I don't think that's, that's the same. Point. Why not? Yeah, 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 Joe yeah, Jackson yeah. took a dive. Oh, here we go. Okay, it's true. Yeah, that is the whole issue where in, in, in this sport. The, you know, MotoGP has Moto2, Moto3, Formula One has, you know, Stepping Stones, NASCAR has Xfinity and Truck. You know, they're, they're very easily established where the 20th best guy at the highest level is paid better, has more exposure, and is more important than the best guy at the lower level. But in our sport, it's maybe what, 
seven 450 guys, and then probably the best 250 guys, like the eighth most popular, well-paid guy in the sport, something like that. Like you're within the top ten. Like Chase Sexton is within the top ten of the sport now of probably money, exposure, importance, value, right? Something like that. So okay. that's the whole thing. So well, yeah, yeah. Having a guy like J Mart, it, you're, you're so if he has a really good season. He's like top ten ish in importance so, in the sport, not thirtieth like it'd be. In, well, uh, and saying for Steve to say go get another guy, like it's tough. Like, go, it's hard to yeah. just grow another J Mart. Yep. It, it, it don't yep. get troll train. There you go. There's one other. Oh gosh, right. there's. Do you want to compare those results <laughs> oh, over gosh, time? Please don't. Don't J Mart maybe have him covered. Steve, I know you're you're very entrenched in this issue. Please do not bring up the fact that you root for like the 31 year old guy who's in this class. Year well, he's not year. taking dives. He's he's legitimately just not pointing out. He's, not he's just also not as good as his brother. No, he's not. I, but but I like, will open this, other thing change this rule. Harder. They gotta yeah. change this rule. They gotta. Yeah. They have to make it wide open. Keep the coasts. Whatever. I'm fine with that because it gives more riders to jobs. It gives more riders and mechanics jobs. But make yeah. this thing wide open. Or uh, or three years and you're out. We don't give a shit. Three years and you're out. All right. So a couple things. I do happen to know uh, the PR person for the Geico team. So yep. a couple things I heard from the inside. A, uh, team not happy with the rule either. Uh, they don't like that this is the rule. However, these are the rules. It's a competitive environment, right? You play by the rules that you're given. They would rather this not be the rule also. I think they have a different idea what the rule should be. Uh, they do like the idea of graduating riders out of the class because historically Geico Honda has had more dudes come through the amateur ranks in the last, what, 15 years than like any team. Right. So they understand the need to get young guys in. But, dude, look at McElrath right now. He took the dive. How's that working out for him? Freaking brilliantly. A crappy. Right? He's not even winning. He's second. Oh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> this is karma. Karma got him. With, uh, I, I with just, the how much money do you think he's making this year? He's probably right. made like 100 grand this week. So I also think uh, that's a great point you bring up, JT, because I also think uh, the team is literally being like, all right, well, look, we could force the guy to race. So we get the exposure of three more races uh, and we potentially ruin his career. So we're going to do the we're going to try to do what we consider the right thing, which is we'll help the dude out. And the real kicker here is Jay Martin is a two year deal. If he comes back next year, he's got a two year deal. He's going to make a lot of money on salary. Who knows? Race wins, bonuses, blah, blah, blah. The deal's over if he has to go to the 450 class. They cannot honor it. So I think they just felt, are three Supercross races worth us ruining this guy's career? Okay, We're well, going to do the right thing, and we're not going to do that to him. Well, I blame the team. Yeah. for This is the same thing as Tickle. Why are you signing a guy to multi-year deals when you know the rule? You know this rule, and you signed him up to a two-year deal, and then you turn around and go, well, we have a two-year deal. Like you knew going in, bro. Why you? And same with yeah. Tickle. Mitch had to field a whole team because he had signed Tickle to this deal, yes. and no one yes. realized he pointed out. I believe that was. I think the rumor is that they didn't even realize he was gonna. He was gonna point out. So like, right. why are these teams doing that? And then they're folding. They're falling back on the sort of we have a deal. You know, it, it's yeah. look, look yep. again. The number one person to blame for all this is, as usual, the AMA. Because they're they're useless. They've been useless. The, the rules suck. They move them. They change them. Remember, Savachi uh, and Davalos were going to point out, and mm -hmm. they just changed. Uh, there were four guys. There were four guys in one year that were going to point out, and they just changed. Yeah, they just changed yeah. the rule. Just because yeah. the teams are policing themselves. Hey, AMA. Hey, this isn't good for us. Uh, you know, on our exposure and our. But you know what? Let's give yeah. them full points too while you're at it. Go ahead, AMA. Give them yeah. full points. It's fine. They only race half a series and half a class. John Short's you mean tenth. For a national number, yeah. John yep. Short's tenth tonight. Yeah, that's equal to 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 Roxon's tenth for sure. Same guy, same basic, same basic <laughs> time, same basic guy. It's just, 
It's a joke. I don't like it. I don't like it. And you know what, J-Mart? If J-Mart were to be like, you know what? I'm pointing out. I'm doing the honorable thing here. I'm racing for race wins, and I'm pointing out. And you know what? You know what? You can, how you can make more money, J-Mart? Is if you can get to the next level in 450s, is it inconceivable that J-Mart could get to a Zach Osborne level in 450s? Is it inconceivable? I say no. No, but Zach was also coming off of two consecutive titles. Never mind that. Can J-Mart get to Osborne's level? Yes, he can. He is that good. Can he get to Tomac and Roxon? Eh, jury's out. Yeah, he, I understand he, what you're saying. It's yeah. timing, so, though. So get to it's that timing. level, J-Mart. Work your balls off. Get Look, Marty got factory equipment. J-Mart can surely get factory equipment next year from somebody. And get on a team and believe in yourself and break through and you'll make a whole lot more money being Zach Osborne than you will being Jeremy Martin taking a dive. Jeremy Martin's making a whole lot more money than Marty Dabalos. I know, but what I'm saying is Marty got factory equipment. So I, I know Marty it's always, in, to I'm, me, it's always really, yeah, you're saying Marty as this great test case, but I don't think Marty's no, making a lot of money, nor no, do no. I think he'll make a lot of money next year. But no, J- Marty's my test case. Just in this case of like, you can get factory stuff, mm-hmm. not being on a factory team. That's my, that's my what, point. What is Marty going to do next year? The same thing. Well, he hasn't crushed it in Supercross this year. I'm just so, asking. Not, you know I'm not, I mean? it's not a loaded question. I'm just saying, what is Marty going to do next year? The same thing. Who knows? Right. But I, I'm. I mean, first of all, Marty's not doing motocross. J Mart yeah. is very good at I'm motocross. I'm looking at a purely financial. I understand, but place. you can. But looking at it that way, you can make more money being Zach Osborne. Right, but again. Zach came off two titles, and his opportunity was much different than J Mart's would be I'm for 2021. I'm not saying Osborne's doing what J Mart. Osborne didn't. He had those titles. Mm-hmm. He got signed a contract. If J Mart wins but, a title next year in either class, I think he will use that to propel himself into a ride. I, I think he's looking at the landscape and saying, "There's nowhere to go. What do I? There's no nothing to do. Like I, I would have to scrap or just scrape some program together, and I don't think he wants to do that. If Jmart doesn't win Supercross next year, which he probably won't, based on his results, right? I mean, he all, even we said can, he we can all said agree win that. a race. He didn't say win a title. He said in his post, win a race. Even what can Jmart do, Weege, uh in twenty twenty one? He won't win the Supercross title unless everything comes together. He may win an outdoor title, but you, you might want to argue that that window was closed a little bit on him with the back injury and everything else and with these kids coming up. So what's he going to get in 2022 in 450s? Uh, even worst case scenario, he gets the same thing he would have got in 2021. But in the meantime, he just banked a huge yeah, salary yeah. No, I know. and yeah. some and he, podiums, maybe some wins, maybe some championship. Like, yeah, oh, well. it's like he's worst case scenario. He's in the same situation a year later, but he made a whole lot more money in that year in between. It's just it's it's fucked. It's been it's been it's been fucked for. I, I always it's, I always struggle. And I, I understand your point. I think it comes from a smart place. I just always struggle making decisions for someone else's financial future. That, that's where I come down is like, he's making smart, the best decision possible for himself. And for me to say that I know what's better for you from the outside, I think it's, you just foolish. said that, you know, what's better for sex and for practicing. This is what we do. We bench. No, this is my advice. This is, I'm not, we, we, I'm not telling him who to ride for well, what class. I'm not either in. JT. We're I'm just, just telling you don't ride. We're don't bench maybe back your training that's down what, a tiny bit. That's what we're doing. You're, you're trying to steer his career. I'm saying maybe don't ride as much, a little bit, taper your training down a tiny bit. I'm not telling you to move up and then bail on a a guaranteed 250 ride and go try to put together a program when your agent can't find a deal for you and sacrifice hundreds of thousands of dollars, most likely. A little bit different. 
All right. Should I move on? We sure. Yeah, you should definitely move on. <laughs> Although, to think you're going to have them on pulp, so you're going to get right back oh, into this. I'm going to tell them I don't like it. There's no right or wrong answer. Yeah. Here. It's uh, opinion. No, no, there isn't. There isn't. So, yeah. okay, but we'll end on this. If they made 250s, if they change the rule, which they should, and they probably won't because they're all just stupid at the AMA for the most part, but if they do, would you make it three years and out? Would you make it lifetime points that's been kicked around to, or would you make it wide open, stay in there as long as you want? That's what I would do, the third option, if I could wave a magic wand. The only thing I don't like about wide open is I think it would really limit the opportunities for some people because people would just never leave. J-Mart would never leave. They would just stay. He's a great 250 rider. He's a great 250 outdoor rider. Like Even like Zach, maybe he would have stayed. Like Win titles, just rack up dollars. I, that's where I run into trouble is you don't create opportunities for well, guys, guys like, get injured or older. I know, you know, but they, so they, they, there's a, an incentive to stay, you know, those where's the opportunity now with guys taking dives, but some guys get bumped out. Some, they do some, some guys, guys get bumped out. It, t- it happens. How Plessinger, many guys have been moving? Like, yeah, it happened. It's happening. AC. Like there's tons of dudes that move up. Justin Hill. I mean, it, it's yeah. more than you, more than you're giving credit to, but I don't want it to be, where it stifles the growth of the 450 class. And even that's going to the same place you are. I just, I would rather it be a career points thing. And if you've been in there eight years and sorry, man, it's been pretty mediocre. Get the hell out of here. Let some kids get in here. <laughs> uh, Weege, which way would you that go? That is the, uh, the vote that um, um, one of the teams we're talking about here would, would vote for. Lifetime, lifetime points. points. Yeah. Uh, I'll Just let them what, speak on that, but I think it, it, if you get it in yeah. three years, you're out. If you yeah. get it in 12 years, you're out. Yeah. 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 Cause that's actually, I mean, look there, I think everybody understands the reason you have to have some sort of rule to push people out of class. You just do because yes, it's, it's not, it's, I'm glad that everybody, you know, puts the sword down and no one's mad about like, dude, I got to beat 26 year old Dylan Ferrandez who's really good and, and one GPs and is a gnarly guy. And this is who I got to beat. Um, but that's what you run into. You know, you get 20 year olds who have to beat 26 year olds. If the 26 year old happened to have the path work out where he's still able to stay in the class, people are cool to that level. But yeah, if an Osborne like guy decided to stay there for five years, it'd be like, come on, dude. Yeah. You're just going to uh, rack up titles. Yeah. He's going to rack up titles. And by the way, the fans would also be like, I sure would like to see that guy in the mix in a well, 450 we, class. Uh, I can yeah. really make it interesting. But so, if you're Osborne in that scenario and you're guaranteeing yourself yeah, a million exactly. bucks or more, like you're yes. like, yeah, this yeah, wife's we, pretty we, sweet. We had a guy named, do that named Jeffrey Hurlings. It's like, get out of there. Beat it. Uh, oh, geez. So you yeah, get, he was two like thi- 19. you get two things. You, you make the 250 class a little bit, you know, more attainable for the younger guy who doesn't have to beat someone who has 10 years more racecraft than him and second of all you make the 450 class better it's so deep right now because of all the dudes that were forced up mookie was forced up hill was forced up plessinger wasn't forced up but would have been forced up at this point anyway every one of these dudes was forced up that's why the 450 class is deep and good my buddy so carmichael moved up of some sort my buddy carmichael moved up a lot of people didn't think it was going to work out for him <laughs> all right let's get let's move on uh um, you know what he said number one rule he said for the 250 class Race one year past when you think you're ready. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. I'll text them. Yep. I'll text them and ask them. <laughs> right. okay. uh, right. Peters is going to Peters. He's been good. Fifth. Good He's job for good. Kyle Peters. Yep. Jaleek Swole, sixth. I can't take these results seriously, though. I can't. Can you, can you believe that, like, Swole or one of these guys is going to get third in points? Not, no knock against them? No. They're, yeah, yeah, Nothing yeah. they can do about Shmoda it. Schmoda or, or Swole yeah, will do it. Schmoda or Swole. 
they're just racing. I yeah, don't want this yeah. to come across as it's their fault. It just blows me away that I think the best result between the both of them is like a fifth. They're, and they're going to get third. What point. percent worse are they than, than Colt Nichols, McElrath, and Sexton? Uh, 40% a lot. worse? A lot. <laughs> right, right yeah. a lot. Uh, zombie blows seventh. I can't, even, I can't even go down this list. Uh, Enzo Lopes. Okay, good job. Lopes dislocated his shoulder. That was impressive. And uh, I did an interview with him, and I asked him, do you think Phil would be proud of you? for toughing it out three days later with a dislocated shoulder. And he said, no, it would take a lot more than that for Phil to be proud of me. He got lucky <laughs> with the red flag. He got lucky with the red flag also. He did. He did. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> Phil's not even happy for his brother-in-law with the, with the dislocated <laughs> he shoulder. He does call him his brother-in-law. So there's got to be some credit there. Lopes did say that that made his whole day when he saw that on Racer oh, yeah. X. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, really? <laughs> yeah. yeah, he said it made it his whole day. When he saw that. Uh, okay, so Starling had to go to the LCQ, got 13th. I thought he was for sure hurt. Me too. For sure hurt. Me too. Yeah. yeah. Yes. What are you laughing yeah. at, Weege? Just as I had the exact same thought. Um, he Because we had him you know, live on that Pulp Show there last Monday, and it seemed like everything was looking up. And I'm like, oh, the poor guy. Now it's all screwed. It's all yeah. ruined. And then all of a sudden, the LCQ, I'm like, what? Yeah. yeah he's, like, he's back. He, he's zombie. He's the new zombie. Yeah. He's the new zombie. Um, yes. You can always tell when somebody's hurt. When they get up, they want nothing to do with their motorcycle. And they're just like, you can have it. <laughs> I got to go over here. <laughs> like, I don't care what happens yep. to that bike. <laughs> just keep it. Uh, March Banks crashed out, like we said. Uh, Lorenzo Lacrucio, JT, do you have any thoughts on him? He's not a quitter. I, I know he's not a quitter. So he crashed three times, I think. Uh, and he probably was just like, yeah, I'm never getting better than 20th because I'm like three laps down. But yeah, he pulled off. I wasn't happy about it. Marquet was out early. Wilson Fleming, good job for Pulp Mex Fantasy. Carter Halpane, good job for Racer X for, uh, Pulp Mex Fantasy. Really well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Osby. Not so good. Um, yeah, all right. I can't. I can't even take these. Res- I can't take this class seriously. The East Coast. If you're out there and you don't have plans in a week or two, and you want to come out and race, two East Coast is wide open. Wide open. Just bring a bike. There is only. Or uh, just come out here and buy a bike. There's 35 guys. So there's. Fo- we have five spots. Yeah, just buy a bike when you get here. <laughs> Did you? Do you need to do the motor or suspension or anything? No, 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 no. That's overrated. Stock yeah. bikes are really good. Right. Come on out. Uh, do we know March Bank's situation? No, I texted you the update. He just was at the hospital. So. Oh, okay. And by the way, someone's going to look at the results, and they're going to see March Bank's listed as a DNS. That is because the way this works is if you do not cross the finish line on the first lap, you and, did and, not start. And there's no way to fix this? There's just no, no way? There's, no. 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 No, there's nothing that – there's no – there are two things we cannot do. A, we cannot figure out where people were positioned in the first turn, even though if you watch a TV show, they immediately fill that pylon on the left side of the screen with that as the riders come through the first turn. But that data does not exist, even though we actually see it on TV. And uh, because of that, because they cannot figure out who went into the first turn, even though they can, but they can't. We also cannot tell if you competed in the race until you complete one lap. So you can go to the starting line. You can do all those things. Yeah. There's just no way to verify that you were there. That's a real shame. Yep. 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 And here's why this matters. Here's why this matters. Because we get weirdo situations. Like when Chad Reed became the all-time leader in starts, like four days later, someone was like, wait, he actually is only tied. There was a race that LaRocco was in in Daytona, and it was a DNS, but it wasn't a DNS. (laughs) Was it a start or was it not a start? And that's why this matters. Like the career starts for March Banks are now going to be permanently 
messed up because it's like, did he start this race or not? He was in it, but he had a DNS. So was that a start or not a start? He definitely started. He started the race. He crashed. <laughs> Weege, do you have anything about to say about the all-time start stuff at all? Yeah. That's why I'm very sensitive to this topic. This, this dude who I'd never seen before or ever saw again was all up on me. As if Racer X was the one that handed Chad Reed this award for yeah. most all-time starts because we have the vault. And the vault, which is just based on AMA results, did yep. not give Mike LaRocco credit for this 1989 Daytona Supercross that he either DNS'd or literally – he either DNS'd or DNS'd. I'm not sure. There's two different kinds. <laughs> March Banks DNS'd, but he did start. But yeah. he just did not start. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I so. think uh, as far as injury, he could be hurt. We don't know. But I, yeah. I think they are going to err on the side of caution to an extreme level now. If you say something about your back hurting or anything like that, yeah. they're not going to take any chances whatsoever. Uh, just And that's the that's way it true. should be. That's the way it should be. That's true. Yep. We've seen more well, red flags in the last five years than we saw in 40 years of AMA racing combined. Well, and unfortunately, look at Brian Moreau getting hurt this year. Like, they're just not going to take chances, period. Right. If it's anything right. you say, my neck okay, hurts, so, my back hurts, anything hurts, hey, get ready for it. And by the way, we didn't even touch on whether J-Mark should have let Sexton by had he known he was not going to race anymore last race. I said that last time, and you guys all shouted me down because no, it was, was 12 no, seconds dude, or whatever. It was, yeah, it was like 16 seconds. Like, yeah. what was he going to do? Okay, so... What's he going to do? JT's got a thought about this, this back injury, and he's absolutely right. So if I'm Colt Nichols mm-hmm. next race, and you and McElrath fall in the first turn, and you know that he's down, and we've already gone on record as Nichols gosh. saying he wasn't going to pass McElrath, okay. you lay there and talk about your back hurting, and you get that red flag thrown. No, he don't. Jim don't Hawley did it. Don't 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 base your life off of what Jim Holly does. Jim Holly laid your, down. You're gonna find himself yourself in some very <laughs> no, dude. Uh, Holly interesting situation. No, no, no. Holly is thriving in life. He has he of owns course. half of San Fernando of Valley. I'm just saying the situations you're gonna find yourself in if you model your life after Jim Holly are gonna be very compromising. <laughs> he Holly would go down to the first turn of these arena crosses. There will be high fives, and he would tell everybody to stay down. Fives, there yes. will be a lot of a lot of things. Holly would fall in the first turn in one of these arena crosses. He would tell everybody in the first turn to lay down, don't move. They will throw the red flag because there's literally nowhere to go for the bikes to come around. And you remember would, when Michael Lessi in Germany crashed, like blew through the first turn and crashed in the whoops, and then like sprawled out bike and body yeah. on the track so they red flagged it right. and then he started again. It's brilliant. That's what you do. That's the move. That's what I do. I, that's, if I'm Will Hahn, I pull Nichols aside. That's what I tell him to do. He's not even here. So, we, we, here. so we have a... Will's here. He's here now. Oh, is? If we have a skull and crossbones flag, we'll also have, you know, another rule where you, you, you lay down. You start screaming. Mm. So... I'm going to ask Rich. I'm out. I just saw Tomac with a, with a massive points lead over Webb, lapping everybody else and still doing everything he possibly could to win. So I'm going to go back to my, they just race. That's what they do. They just race. Okay. I'm going to talk to Ricky. Race. Ricky and I over dinner, we will discuss some of the stuff <laughs> right. that we talked about tonight. So. If you come back and say, guys, 03, he was managing the championship. He was letting Chad win. If that, are you going then we will know he, he had you. The man who went 24 and 0 twice suddenly one year decided to just mail it in. Barsha, Marty, RC, they all come around. Hanny. I would love for you to share some of these crackpot ideas you have with Ricky. I would love it. 
some say genius. Some say ahead of the time. So the Nets. What about the Nets? People There's a thin line between. The people thought the Nets were crackpot. Crazy and genius. The Nets were crackpot. Now look what happened. Nets are awesome. <laughs> Thank you. I just don't think every every one of them is a winner. That's all. <laughs> all right. Is that it? We're good. Oh, uh, we're good. What happens on Wednesday? More Web Tomac. I think so. The weather's supposed yeah. to be perfect, like eighty and sunny. Web and Tomac, though, right? Though, we're, we're, this is it. I don't know. No. If the track's perfect. Yeah. If we're under a normal supercross. I don't think that's that has to be that way. No. Okay. I don't know, man. I think JT, you pointed out something interesting. I feel over the last week or so, these mains, now that we're doing 20 minutes are so long. There's just such an unbelievable amount of time for the cream to rise to the top. It becomes very difficult. Let me, let me qualify that with, they're not going to lap the field is all I'm saying. No, That's all I'm saying. Okay. That's fair. But we're, we've seen now that at this point in the season, even with an 85 day break, which has affected hardly anything, uh, you know, Tomac and Webb could start 12th and it's like the races go on for so long. They eventually just work their way up and get on the podium anyway. So we need to go back to 20 lappers. It, it does make it a little more unpredictable. It's like almost you throw almost any variable at Tomac. He'll just find a way to get in the podium. I like, I like having the baddest dudes win. Like if you're that strong and right. that good, yeah, you deserve to win. Yeah. I'm cool with the triple yeah, crown I'm here and there about too. It. I'm just saying it is a factor in the, it reduces the chances of a rando podium. Yeah, it does. I mean, Marty would have had a podium. Where was that? Atlanta for sure. Yep. But dude, it was 20 damn minutes. And I mean, just that's eventually they just got there. The answer for that is the triple crown, which we don't have right now, but yes. that's really yes. the, that's how yeah. we balance that out. Exactly. Yep. But all right. We out on that. For well, now. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Appreciate it. Fun podcast. Uh, Salt Lake City 4 coming up on Wednesday. It's getting to be a big groundhog day here, people. Uh, Halfway mark. Yeah. Halfway mark. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, we'll try not to get kicked out as a media guy, and uh, and we'll see what happens. There's no try. Hey, do you think, because of this thing with RC, do you think that maybe they pull me into the booth? No. (laughs) I didn't even get out of my mouth. (laughs) No. I can almost promise you they don't. You don't think they pull me in? No. Weege? So you think he puts in a good word? He's like, hey, there's this guy. Yeah, yeah. He's really knowledgeable, has a lot of great ideas. Uh-huh. Uh, you might doubt him at, You might doubt him when he first says them, but you'll come around. <laughs> just give it time. Just give it time. <laughs> Let's give him in the booth. Let's bring him so in. The, the, the <laughs> notorious <laughs> loose cannon, they're going to put you live on NBC. Let's, let's have him break down the 450 LCQ for us, Ralph. I think the closest you're ever getting to that was the pre-show for the outdoors. That's as close as oh, you're ever getting. That was glorious. You were good. Yeah, that was glorious. Good. I, 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 I was actually a little upset because I, you were better than me. I did it at Hangtown, then you did it the next week, and you were really good. I was, I was yep. Bummed. Those are the times. Isn't there some sort you know of funny? show on, I, I uh, pump him up, and yeah. he's just like, yep. Like, <laughs> I, <laughs> yep. No, I don't know if I was better than <laughs> you. Just, I have yeah, no I know, idea. Yeah, I don't owns it. You were really good. Isn't there a show on uh, NBCSN? It's like these two English soccer dudes who just talk about soccer and it's just one camera on in their face. And yeah, I think it's they just uh, like a, Men Without Pants. Men it's without like pants. a super famous yeah. podcast. Yeah. 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 Right, right. That would be the equivalent. Like someday, like yeah. NBCSN is just like, screw it. You guys just do your podcast and we'll put it on the air. They could. Well, that's how all uh, yeah. all sports radio shows are now. Lebetard Show, yeah. Stephen A. Smith Show, First Take. That's they all they started are. out as radios, and then it became podcasts. They, they this this would be different. Yes. This would be a podcast yes. becoming. A, yeah, I'm just saying it's yeah. the same concept. Right. All they did was just put it on yes. TV. Right. Right. Will Kane, yep. all these guys. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
All right. Well, that, yeah, perfect. That'll work. Yeah. I'll take it. Get some I will That's update awesome. my mailing address for the check. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. All right, Weege. Well, we're going to miss you on the e-bike rides this week. So hang in there. Well, tell Brayden to get on it. Yeah, He'll really. The whoops. <laughs> yeah, really. All right. That's yeah. Jason Wygant. That's Jason Thomas. Thanks, JT. Uh, thank you, Fly Racing, Maxis, Alias, CBD, and, of course, the folks at Renthal for coming on board. And uh, we'll see you Thursday morning, people. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the Fly Racing Steve Mathis Show. Don't forget to check out some of our past shows, including motocross legends such as The Bad Boy, Rick Johnson. I looked down and my hand was junk. I mean, yeah. it was sitting over to the side. The tendons were jerking in weird places. And my biggest disappointment with Danny Storbeck because that he never said sorry. Because Danny and I were friends, and we've never talked since. Brian Lunas. Before the 500 event, Dave and I fly to Germany, go down to Stuttgart. There's this little shop out the back of the mall factory. We get our cylinders, take them back, and, you know, off we go. And, you know, we ran Nicosil Cylinders as a factory part for a handful of years before anybody ever saw it in production. Dave Arnold. And, and Miguel was all, you know how he did the big pancake thing? Right, and, right. and he's got the thing, he's completely laying on the gas tank trying to miss his tree. I mean, he would have gone even harder, jumped farther if that tree hadn't been, you know, yeah. if, it, if it hadn't been there. The Hurricane Bob Hanna. I love the guy. I don't dislike. I think yeah. he's the greatest competitor this sport ever had. That absolutely 100% in my mind. I firmly believe that statement I said about these modern-day guys in Switzerland or Holland or Belgium on 45 minutes on the same bike. You're not beating Roger. Are you crazy? Right. They're not doing it. If they think they're so much better nowadays than they were in those days, they're fools. They're different bikes, different times. The Beast from the East, Damon Bradshaw. It got to the point where I didn't want to leave home, and once I got to the race, I wasn't into it. If I wasn't going to give 100%, I'm not going to take the money. The working class hero, Doug Henry. It was definitely an emotional moment for me, just thinking to myself, that's it, you know, and it's, it's amazing the stuff that goes through your head in a short amount of time of the things that, you know, that I was going to miss. The daughter, Ron Machine. Until you really open your ears and you want to listen to what they're saying, it's like beating a dead horse. I mean, you know, and I know from personal experience, did anybody ever sit me down? Of course they did. Everybody did. Pro Circuits, Mitch Payton. There's two ways to make the money. One is you can sign for money, or two, you can earn the money. I'm a high believer in earning the money. I think they ride better when they earn the money. Seven-time Jeremy McGrath. I was so mad, like so disappointed and so frustrated that I pulled pick and I left. Every point counts. I could kick myself to this day for not just riding around in tents. It's been no problem. My, my ego got in the way, you know? The O Show, Johnny Omar. Stuff that you could, you'd sit there if you didn't even want to ride it. You just wanted to just look at it all day. I mean, I got a chance to test all that. I like that era I was in. I really do. Search Pulp MX in the iTunes store to enjoy these and over 800 great motocross podcasts. As the days and the months and the years.